guest on this Monday evening. Uh, tonight we have no guest. It is just me and my co-host, Peter Ailson. Good evening, everyone. Right, Pete. Pete, 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 Pete. Um, so, what have you been up to in the last week? What's been going on? It's been a while since we've been just been two of us, hasn't it? I mean, it's been several months. It's been a few months. We'll, we've had the, like, August and the summer holidays and all that. But, yeah, it's, it's been going on. I mean, I've been... Things of Power, that is a good show. And I mean... <laughs> wow, straight into the guts of it, eh, Pete? No, no, no uh, small talk, no chit-chat. Just, yeah, that's, just, that's straight in, just straight into it. No flirting, you know, no kind of, you know, uh, warm-up. No, straight in for me. But no, yeah, I mean, I've just been watching Catching Up and stuff. Um, and yeah, just really getting into Things of Power. Because, I mean, it is just a really good show. Okay, so uh, we'll we'll skip the preamble then and just get to, get to it. Um, so, ring rings apart. Um, for those who have not uh, watched it or, or aren't caught up, we're on episode four at the minute. We're on episode four. Um, if you haven't caught up, uh, then uh, turn off thy ears now. Um, so you um you know you don't it doesn't get spoiled for you um and then we'll have a chat um and then we'll move on to other things that may need spoiler warnings as well but uh okay so first up uh general you oh, you obviously enjoy it uh, absolutely i mean it's i have never read the silmarillion i know of it and i'm fairly or fair with the whole overarching mythology of uh, Tolkien and Middle Earth, but it is just such a heavy going book. I couldn't read it, so I think that might be colouring my enjoyment of it because it is just I'm coming to it somewhat fresh. Well, see, I don't know if not reading the Cimmerian will change things for you because, as you said, it's a it's a dense book. It's quite. I've read it twice. And I've listened to uh, Christopher Lee um, narrate it, um, and it, it's hard. It's hard work, um, and it, you know, I, I, despite having read it numerous times and listened to it, I, I can, I know the sort of kind of main points, but all the all, all the names, all the things that are going on. Um, there's some contradictory parts as well because it isn't a finished work. It is um, something that Christopher Tolkien um, basically put together and added to when his father died. So that's why they've got these new books. So you've got The Children of Hurin, you've got The Lay of Luthien, you've got The Unfinished Tales, you've got all these other sort of kind of books that are are expanded versions of what are in uh, the book itself. Now, this series is obviously mentioned in Cimmerillion. but I don't think it's going to affect... If you'd read it, I don't think okay. it's going to overly affect... Uh, now, granted, if they went a bit too Wild West with it, then maybe, it, you know, some Tolkienists might get a bit too pissed off. But currently, from as far as I'm aware, bearing in mind that it was many, 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 many moons ago when I read the Cimmerillion, um, it seems to be sort of kind of keeping in a, in a, in on track... Um, you know, we've basically got Second Age, 
the the, the feet of Morgoth and um, you know Numenor's there but Numenor's yeah. already sort of kind of like we don't want anything to do with the elves which is obviously the foreshadowing of the destruction of Numenor um, which has been very much li- literally foreshadowed in the TV series as well, to be yeah, fair, yeah. With, with the visions. Yeah, the regent, uh, queen regent. Yeah. She's uh, she's uh, seen it. I'm not sure if she's in the book or not. I can't remember. There's so many names. Like, yeah. Yeah, it's so hard um, to sort of remember. One thing I really liked was just the name dropping. It doesn't need it, but it's just little, you know, Easter eggs that kind of, for, again, foreshadow. And with the, he's had like, um, when you first introduced to Numenor, yeah, there's all these massive epic statues, like that decorate the entire island. And the last time we saw one of them was the uh, Argonast that was seen in the Fellowship of the Ring. Those two statues that are facing off against Morgoth with their hands outstretched, yeah, which are saying epic massive statues. And it's for that kind of little visual detail of like compare like the identify this culture by its tendency for massive statues and then replicating that in Numenor itself which just suddenly just clicked it all for me uh so do you uh do you know how so do, right obviously see i'm not sure if, I, if is this going to ruin things for because it's sort of like so um Obviously, it meant you know who Isildur is, and you know who uh, you know who um, Elendil is. Yes, Elendil. Nope. So, so Elendil, Elendil uh, is the obviously in the series is the um, is the, the is the captain who's basically who found um, Galadriel. Galadriel. Yes, he's called Elendil. Yeah. Yep. And if you knew your Lord of the Rings, I know a new Isildur. Isildur is um, the guy who cut the ring from Sauron's finger during the battle. Oh, yeah, um, yes. Right. So you've got Is- so Isildur is the son of Elendil, and uh, there's also another son called Anarion. Now I'm not sure if they've changed it to a female because the the girl is called Anaria or Anaria or something. The yes. the sister. So I'm not sure if it's I just need to check actually. I'm I was just going I was just gonna wiki it just to make sure uh I wasn't sort of wrong. So you've got um children so Isildur uh da, 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 siblings Anarion, yeah. Anarion uh, youngest son of Elendil. I can't, yeah. Okay, so yeah, so I think it's changed uh, and made yeah. a, a woman instead of a, a man, which is really, doesn't really matter, I guess. Um, but Elendil um, is the founder of a um, a place called Arnor on Middle Earth, and uh, Anarion is the founder of Gondor. Ah. Uh, um, and so he's basically the high king, and then obviously Anarion becomes the sort of uh, the founder of Gondor, and the, so the tree, uh, the white tree with all the petals yes. and stuff. That's well, how you got, that's where it sort of go, you get. That's why Gondor has the white tree, is it sort of kind of sigil, and you can see the puzzle, like a lot the puzzles of, in Numenor. Yeah, yeah. So you've got all the um, 
you've got all the different sort of kind of symbolism and that's why you got it in, in Gondor because they they are basically the founders of that Gondor. sort of that kingdom Anor yeah. and it, so Arnor uh, Arnor gets um gets destroyed I think or it, you know basically oh, yeah. ceases to be and then obviously Gondor um because I think the capital of oh this is going to my 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 Lord of the Rings history here so Arnor is Minas Ithil, I think, which becomes. Uh, I'm gonna have to Google this now. Uh, Farnor, uh, what's the capital of Arnor? It was is it Minas Ithil. This is Minas Tirith. Min- ah, yeah, okay, right. So, uh, Minas Arnor in the west. Anarion made the, his home in Minas Arnor on the western side of uh, Anduin, while Isildur lived in Minas Ithil. On the eastern side, also Gilead. Ah, uh, Minas Ithil becomes uh, Minas Tirith. Ah, Minas ah. Arnor becomes Minas Morgul. Ah, right. Okay. Yeah. 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 Okay. Yeah. 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 Okay. Wrong way around, but sort of. There yeah. you go. Okay. So yeah, basically they. So you've got Isildur. Isildur is the is the sort of slightly. Um, the slightly sort of kind of rebellious sea. Yeah, sea cadet. Sea cadet. Uh, so that's Isildur. Yeah. That's Isildur. And um, he, he's El- been called to the west, or you know, keeps. Yeah. So no. and then El Elendil, the Is father, obviously. Now they are very much sort of kind of because his name being friend of the El- uh, fr- elf friend or something along. Yeah, elf friend of the elves. Yeah, something like that. And so, um, that's so that's obviously they've name dropped them. They are sort of big. They're big sort of things within the sort of kind of. Third Age sort of kind of you know Lord of the Rings sort of um, history and stuff, so they sort of tie the Second Age and the Third Age together basically. Um, so that's going to be quite interesting. Yeah, yeah so I can see this kind of sort of being set rather than being set purely in the Second Age. It's going to be that kind of transition period from the Second to the Third Age. Yeah, I'd say because there's going to be a few series. So I'm not. I'm assuming. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know how they're going to do it. Um, be, I'm, I'm, I say, I'm, in, I'm invested in it. I'm really enjoying the story. I mean, there's parts of it that kind of unintentionally amused me for the wrong reasons, like the snow chore. And like, Kate and I really just turned, well, that's a wumper from Star Wars. <laughs> <laughs> it's just like, and also, like, you know, just the, there is some occasionally ropey dialogue of the evil leeches heat from this place. I'm thinking, well, that breaks the, uh, the laws of thermodynamics, really, doesn't it? <laughs> the other bit as well, which, again, I'm not intentionally, you know, ribbing on this show, but it's just one bit where Galadriel um, rejects the call to the west but on the elven ship and dives into the water. And I'm thinking, is she really going to swim all the way back to Middle-earth? Yeah. Like, it just jumps in the scene, just starts swimming, and then we cut to the next scene, and there she is swimming away. I'm thinking, <laughs> are you really going to swim back? And luckily enough, she found she came across um, um, Halbrand, Halbrand on, on his on his uh, raft. I was thinking, was her whole plan really just? She couldn't have planned on Halbrand being there on the raft. Just, is she really think just swimming all the way back to Middle Earth? Because that is just a dumb idea. Um, I mean, I'm, do you know? Do you okay? The the Harbrand, uh, Harbrand. It's not Harbrand. Halbrand. Uh, yeah, Halbrand. Yeah, sorry, Halbrand. Um, again, names. Yeah, names really bad. Um, 
Do you have any theories? Obviously, he is the king of the uh, the southerners, uh, the um, of the Southlands. Now, I have I have one theory on who he is. Um, do you want to hear it? I have one theory about how a certain character could be one of two people. Okay, but well, one character from the Lord of the Rings films could be a character. Could or rather, there are two characters in Rings of Power that I feel could become a certain character in the Lord of the Rings trilogy films. Okay, and what's that theory? Okay, the mouth of Sauron you... that we encounter in the um, Return of the King. Yeah, as the lead, I think either Halbrand becomes that, or or the. Is it Owen, the, with, who finds that scabbard sword? Well, not scabbard, the uh, hilt. I can, I can, I can kibosh that pretty, okay. pretty, pretty early on, simply because well, the mouth of Siren is called is a black Numenorian. Um, so he is, um, he's, he's basically he, he's he's new he's technically Numenorian, um, uh, and so it's basically the ones who sort of sided. With the Siren. Um yeah. so they can't it can't be it can't be either of them because okay. they okay. are there in the Southlands. And now he's um yeah, so he, he he's technically a black Numenorian or basically the corrupted versions of the Numenorians. Yeah. Um you know, so it, it it can't well unless they you know unless they change things Oh, yeah, because I mean, in the Southland, there are the people there that one sided with Morgoth. Yes, this, yeah. So that's, uh, that's where the Southerners and the, there's the Easterlings and the Southerners are basically. Yeah. Are, yeah. Now, what is obviously the Southland is what becomes Mordor eventually. Um, yeah. So, who I think Halbrand is is the um, the King of the Dead. Oh, yeah. So basically, what I think might happen is he will go to the West and before the the main battle um, with Sauron, um, he will, for one reason or other, and, you know, I don't think it explains why he sort of... um, he went. Oh, he sort of changed his mind on, or maybe it does. And I can't remember, but somebody can tell me in the comments if or if they if they they remember. But um, he basically um, betrays Isildur, and then Isildur um, Isildur basically um, curses him, and that's why he has to sort of think. So I reckon it would be a good storyline. It makes sense to have him as the king of the dead so he basically goes back to the southland to sort of get his people the army ready and then basically decides that he's um not going to, to suck it he's not going to fight because he's that yeah. sort of guy i think is sort of very much a case of he seems slightly selfish he's not a bad person but he's quite selfish and stuff so i reckon i wouldn't say stuff just more self-centered yeah so i reckon um that's quite a good sort of angle. The King of the Dead seems to sort of 
tie in tie in quite well because it's where he's from it sort of ties in with you know the whole sort of kind of you know he's going to have an army he could potentially get an army together and that army is known to have sided with morgoth therefore if he he swore an oath to the to uh elendil or isildur uh and then says nah i'm not gonna i'm not gonna fight then he gets cursed then obviously becomes that and stuff so that that is um that is a yeah, potential I that think. Does fit. Yeah. What's your take on the Huffords and their encounter with what could is most likely an Astari? Yeah, I see. This is a this is another thing because technically they don't the wizards don't turn up until the third age. I don't think. That's why I'm wondering if this is at the transition between the second to the third age. No, because the third age doesn't occur until after Sauron is defeated. Um, So the third age comes about after the defeat of Sauron and stuff. It's all about... The the ages come about after the defeat. So the defeat of Morgoth is is the first age. Defeat of Morgoth then becomes the second age. And then the defeat of Sauron becomes the third age. Um, So... I'm not sure. No, I, I guess it wouldn't make a massive issue if you if they did. Now, I, there's a whole thing like he that the stranger comes down and he seems to be sort of quite good with like fire and and things like that, which technically Gandalf was. Um, but also, he's very good with nature and animals, which Radagaster Brand was as well. And I, and, and and to be fair, so was um, Gandalf because remember. That, he was very yeah. good with. I, the... I don't think if it's okay. going to be if it's going to be one of the wizards, it, I don't think it's going to be Radagast. I just don't think it's sort of because Radagast was purely all about the animals and stuff. Where there's yeah. this sort of kind of fire thing going on with this one, and I reckon that is something uh, that was sort of kind of with with Gandalf. Like. I'm, yeah, I'm wondering. If it's... It's probably not Gandalf, mostly due to licensing issues and copyright and all that. Yeah. Well, yeah. Because there are the there's obviously Saruman, which his course has been pretty much plotted, but also when it's, it's one of the Blue Wizards. See, so, yeah, we they could tie it in with one of the Blue Wizards who disappear. So there's a exactly. couple. Yeah. So they just sort of kind of. So it would just be like you know they could basically do what they want with them because there's no mention of them really other than they they appear and then disappear um so it could be if they wanted to sort of kind of throw in wizards at this point in time um they could have gandalf so you've got this whole sort of kind of thing like the harfoots are not hobbits so everybody, you know, they're not, they're, yeah. they're not, they're not hobbits. They are a, I mean, they're I a race not... of small folk yeah. um, who hobbits are a part of. So they're like, um, are hobbits are descendants of Harfoots? No, because they're, or, they're, or they're, or they're similar. They're similar. They're sort of similar. It's like. Shared genealogy, basically. Yeah, sort of shared genealogy. I guess it's sort of along the lines of, um. Homo sapiens and Neanderthals and things yeah. like that by Peter. You know, there's. I, I'm not. I'm not a hundred percent sure, but I'm pretty. I'm pretty sure that they're not the same race. They're different. Harfoots and hobbits and things. There's lots of different ones. So you've got like like Smeagol 
is from a different sort of race as well. So there's different yeah. types of them. Now, if it's a different race or a different species, it could be a different race. So like Harfoots and Hobbits are different races uh, within whatever you would call... Um, Lord of the Rings canon, basically. Yeah, little folks yeah. and stuff, but they're not the same. But I guess having that guy, the stranger, potentially a wizard... Um, being friendly with them sort of ties in with Gandalf's friendship. Why why is he suddenly why is he friendly with these these small folks? So it might be the fact that they might tie it in with like, well, he came down and they looked after him and blah 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 and that's how he sort of wandered amongst the wandered amongst the small folk and that's how he sort of got his um his affinity towards them and stuff. Um so that is an angle they could use, I guess. Um, but yeah, I mean, I, I mean, join. I mean, the ho- I've never come across the Harfoots before, and immediately saw them. And thought, oh, they're like hobbits, but they just travel. They are more traveling. They mm-hmm. travel more migratory rather than like the other sedentary hobbits. Yeah. And I mean, if I recall, like the Smeagol was. They never said he was a hobbit. They just said he was part of the river folk. Yeah. So uh, they, these are different. Oh, God, bloody uh, phones has gone off birth a moment while I turn Very it. professional. Yeah, I know. Very professional, Matt. I know. I mean, just stick it on vibrate there. Um, yeah. So yeah. So he's part of the river folk, which I get in. I think. Let me. Let's let's just check. We've got Google. We're here. Let, 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 we have the power of the internet at our, at our hands. Let, let's 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 find out for certain hobbits. Uh, Halflings are halflings. That's it. That's the name. I was starting to think of the word. What they are? Yeah. They're halflings. So they're the races of halflings. Uh, mortal race that are lived in Middle Earth. The low exact origins are unknown. They're uh, initially found in the north regions of Middle Earth and below the Vales of Anduin. Um, at the beginning of Thirty Age, hobbits moved north and west. Most of their race eventually founded the land of the Shire. Uh, so let's see. Uh, da, 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 da. yeah, okay. So hobbits with different uh, sites. So at this time, there were three breeds of tribes of hobbits with different physical characteristics and temperaments: Harfoots, Sturs, Fallowhides. While situation in the valley of the Andean River, the hobbits live close to the. Eth- okay, so they are hobbits. Hobbits are a race. Har- hobbits are a thing. Then okay, yeah. Sorry, there's just different types of them. There's Harfoots, Sturs, and Fallowhides. Right, okay, there you go. As a result, many other worlds, uh, words and names in Hobbitish are uh, derivations of Rohirrink. Okay. And I found Smeagol was uh, a hobbit, particularly of the Stua breach. Ah, Okay, there you go. So Hobbits is, there we go, we're we're all learning. Uh, I always (laughs) thought they were a different race, but they are all hobbits. Um, They are just uh, different sort of races of hobbits. Yeah, variants. Yeah, races of hobbits. So uh, Harfits, Stures, and Fallowhides, as it is. All right, there you go. Yeah, and again... Again, like I've really enjoyed the Harfoots. They uh, make a very interesting Lenny Henry as well. I like the exactly. Way, I like the way they've given because they are a different, you know, culture. They've given them instead of giving them the sort of kind of black country accent, you know, the sort of or the Norfolk sort of, you know, or West Country. I'm not sure what what is it. What sort of accent do they have usually in the Hobbit? And it's very we are, are yeah. It's very sort of kind of farmer and stuff. Whereas the Harfoots 
are sort of kind of they've got a sort of kind of um countryside irish accent going yeah. on and stuff speaking of accents actually is the dwarves have a very strong scottish accent like very strong scottish accent very not, strong not not generic scottish accent for dwarves no. it's sort of very sort of like you know very, yeah really kind of digging down into the British culture, I suppose, is the best way to put it. Like, and like the regionality of, of like the different, you know, uh, languages. Well, not languages, accents and variances. Yeah, well, you can. And again, I'm, I'm really just enjoying it. Like, like, it's a common thread, but they're just doing it really well in Rings of Power. And I also like the way how they're just not generic dwarves that mine. These are these dwarves have a very you know determined. And they have their own agenda, which is, and then vaguely willing to share it, but not always happy to. Yeah, yeah. And like how they found Mithril. Yeah, a- well, to be honest, I didn't realize I, 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 it's obviously Mithril. Uh, but when I first opened up that box, I thought that's going to be the Arkenstone or something like that. That's going to be, mm. but it, it was Mithril. And obviously, because there isn't a lot of it, um, you know, and the reason for that is because it's the veins that it gets are, are sort of kind of um, it, it's dangerous, uh, yeah. and so that's why there isn't lots of it. So yeah, uh, that was a quite that was quite interesting. I, where is that dwarven? Is it Moria? Yeah, so they're in Moria. Yeah. So, and I'm wondering if eventually they're going to come across the the Balrog. Because um, the the I mean, it's like they said, oh, it's deep down. Like, right, the Balrog's coming. We know it's coming. Yeah. They, Dug too deeply and greedily, and uh... exactly, yeah. And wonder that's well, that, I get the thing. That's where it's going to go. And I keep expecting, like, you know, the Watcher of the Deep. Yeah, outside the. I don't, there's where's the uh, the origins of the Watcher of the Deep? It's quite interesting. I can't remember what it is though. <sighs> All these things, man. I need, I'm going to have to go back and read some of this yeah. stuff again. I can't remember. But again, I'm just like like with the kind of. Subtly referencing the Lord of the Rings trilogy without um, deviating from the plot or making it too obvious. So if you're like, what's that, what's that mean? I don't know what that means. And just kind of leaving the little kind of visual or you know, audible Easter eggs for people to kind of pick up on and just kind of, all oh, right, I recognise that there. Yeah. But it doesn't it doesn't denigrate in any way, shape or form from this plot or it doesn't just, if you miss one, it doesn't, you don't lose the story because it's it goes on regardless. Yeah, so there's you know there's a lot sort of that ties in because in the and similarly and sort of basically goes straight into what yeah. is the Lord of the Rings and stuff. Um, so there's a lot they can do, and obviously Galadriel and um, um, Elrond and stuff are in there. And stuff. I liked I liked Elrond. I really liked Elrond in this one because he's so different to the Elrond we see in Lord of the Rings. Yeah, and I like how's it. Well, he's definitely. How is he going to become, you know, Agent Smith? Yeah, well, that's the thing. Is it's like the 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 film versions of them and what they've got. It's like I'm not sure if the the ones they've got in the because again, it's been a very long time yeah. um, since I've I've read it. Uh, I'm not sure if the if, if it's actually more true to the book the way they're acting and stuff because it is very, you know, and and, and to be honest, Elrond probably hasn't gone through as much 
sort of exactly that, he's not been through that battle yeah uh, he hasn't gone through a so. lot of stuff that um well he obviously has from the first age and stuff but you know his and you know the loss of his father and things like that but he he's not witnessed the fall of man he's not become as seemingly jaded as he is in the Lord of the Rings trilogy films. Yeah, that being said, Galandra, uh, Galandra, Galandra, go back to her D&D, but uh, Galadriel um, is a lot more foolhardy. Um, yeah. And it, it's, it, it's, it's weird. Headstrong. Yeah, headstrong, very headstrong. Well, again, that just, again, you know, it's, centuries have passed between those two, uh, between the, until the Lord of the Rings. So, you kind of imagine, well, yes, she would be a bit more, from much more, was more of a firebrand, much more determined. Yeah, I, I'd be interested to see. I'll have to, I'll do it another point, but I'll be interested to see how they sort of tie in with the um, the actual the actual book and stuff uh, to see their characters and stuff. But all in all, um, I'm quite enjoying it. Again, like I have basic knowledge. Having read it, you know, I say I've read it twice, and I've read it twice cover to cover, but it there's so much going on in it. Yeah. it it's so hard to sort of kind there of... There is a lot of plot, especially in Rings of Power. Yeah, so that you, so there's a lot going on. Um, so I, I can't remember a lot of it, or, or sort of what will happen is things will... People's names will be mentioned, and I go, "Oh, that's that person," or "This has happened," and you sort of have a vague idea of what's going on and stuff. I'm like, you know, there's there's certain things like I am not sure the the dark elf. What's his name? Arda? Is it? Uh, what's his name? Adar. 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 Yeah, it's Adar. Um, I'm not sure how they're going to angle him in if he's going to be if he's going to be Sauron or not. Uh, it'll be interesting to see what they do with that. Yeah, I found Adar very interesting because obviously the orcs there like they'll view him with you know a certain degree of devotion and loyalty, which you would not expect. Also, one thing I really liked is that these orcs cannot go out in daylight, unlike that orc high. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, that was the, again, that was the whole thing. You exactly, know, orcs aren't meant to be able to go in the dark, whereas orc high were bred so they could. Um, they don't... And I like the fact so that the tunnel, the tunneled everywhere, which again just makes sense. Yeah, I quite like the way he he got upset with the death of one of the orcs and stuff because obviously, if it if it, it is pushing that he's Siron, or one of the um, oh god, this is again, what was the name of the what are the name of the demigods? So basically, you've got the um, you've got the gods, and then you've got the demigods who. Are are the servants of the gods, and that's what Sauron is. Ah, oh, they've got names, and I can't remember. Uh, I'm wondering if any of these characters will become uh, part of Nazgul as well. See, that was my other. That was my other Halbrand. Is that's yeah. my that's my other theory on Halbrand. And again, is he that, is going what... to be the first. He is either going to be the king of the dead, or he's going to be the um, first. Of the nine, the, the, he's going to be the the first um, Nazgul. Nazgul. So he's going to be one of the nine men doomed to die. Yeah, my my other my feeling that one is actually it's going to be Theo, who who finds that hilt, and which the orcs are also all after. But see, it's, he's not a king though. Yeah, because yeah, there's nine men. No, so nine, nine men. Mortal. Nine, nine, uh, 
nine, nine rings. Nine, sorry, nine rings. For elf, no, sorry, sorry. There's nine. Wait a minute. Come here. Just think. So uh, three rings for elven kings under the stars, four for dwarf lords in their halls of storm, five for mortal men doomed to die. All right. So it doesn't, they didn't need yeah. to be kings. Nine, no. nine, five, nine for mortal men doomed to die. So it might not have to be kings, though. Yeah, yeah, I guess so. Though, hmm. Mm. Again, yeah. I have to think about that and stuff, but uh, yeah, yeah I, it's, I guess it, it, it's it's potential. Um, and and what are they after that hilt? What is so special about that hilt? Over than it grows bigger when you rub it. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry. Did you turn around to your missus and go, "I've got one of those"? <laughs> <laughs> <No>. <laughs> married i do not want to be divorced <laughs> rub my hilt it'll grow bigger <laughs> no as you know no <laughs> just no um but no it's seriously not i mean i felt like no it's he kind of press it to his skin and it you know forms a sword out of nothing yeah i don't what? know i don't know yeah if it's in the if it's in the simmerlian i don't sort of well i don't even, I, don't, I don't remember it um but it was keep, easily yeah. twenty years ago when I when I Yeah. I keep thinking it looks similar to maybe the one the swords wielded by the Nazgul. Yeah. The like a Morgul blade. Yeah. Um yeah, I, 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 yeah, we'll see. I get there's a lot of options for it and stuff. Halbrand does sort of tie in with both of those sort of kind of things, so um it's potential. Like I I don't see him being anybody else. Like yeah. people are saying, it could be Aragorn. I say it's definitely not Aragorn because Aragorn yeah. is this is is descended from this the line of Isildur, and Isildur's still very young, so he hasn't had any kids yet. Um, so that's something that could t- come in because you could have the Dunedain and um, the Rangers and things. So that could be in a later series, but it's definitely not Aragorn. Because um, as much as he he is long lived. Um, being Numenorian, yeah, he, he's still not that long. He's not, definitely not that long lived. Um, so yeah, um, but yeah, I think Halbrand, um, potentially, potentially the boy as well, whose name again I can't remember. Um, yeah, so that is that is a possible, yeah, possible. Yeah. But but I think and to give you an idea of like you know, how much story is in Rings of Power, we've been talking about this for three quarters of an hour now on four episodes. All right, like, yeah. to, to give you an idea, it's like how dense the story is here, and how you know rich. Yeah, and I, I think a lot of people are taking like my my friend Tom uh, messaged me and went, uh, "Are you like me, not like not enjoying this and stuff?" And it it's not. I can understand the first two episodes, maybe first three episodes, are weird for people, and I think that's because we've got these sort of instilled versions of what Lord of the Rings and its history should be based on the films and the films, you know, excluding the Hobbit series, but the, the, the original trilogy, you know, were, were amazing masterpieces. And, 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 you know, so any deviation from that is going to obviously be problematic for some people. Um, and especially when you got really weird, well, weird looking sort of kind of things going on and you're like, I'm not sure if I like this or not. I think it's going to be something you have to give time. Like the first 
two episodes I was a bit sort of indifferent to. The third episode I enjoyed. The fourth episode I really enjoyed. I think it's going to be, as time gets on and the story unfolds and things start to yeah. sort of kind of, all the machinations of um, Sauron and stuff start going out and, you know, things like, you know, the destruction of Numenor and, and um, you know, basically the finding of Anor and uh, and Minasithil um, and stuff like that is going to be all that stuff. And then it's going to, it's going to end with the... Uh, this sort of the, the the battle at the end, which again name what's the last battle called? Last battle of second age, battle of the second. You wouldn't think I was a, a Lord of the Rings nut if I remember all these names. Uh, oh yeah, the battle of uh, Dagorlad. Yes. Oh, the Battle of Dagorlad. Um, yeah. So that's the year three four three three four three four of the second age. Um. So yeah, that will be the uh, the the that will be the end of that series and stuff. That being said, they could move into the third age because you could have stuff before the Rings of Power. Um, not Rings of Power, before Lord of the Rings. Yeah. Um, there are there is stuff that could go in there and stuff. You know, there's there's going to be a fair bit of time before you know, like apparently, like Gandalf. You know, when in the films. He's there for like five minutes reading up on the ring, but he was there for seventy-four years or fifty-four years or something, something, something like that. Uh, a long time. He wasn't there for sort of a short period of time. He was there for a long time uh, researching. Um, how long was Gandalf? I mean, also one thing I really liked is, I mean, this is just not a TV show. There's some a lot of money being spent on some of the shots. Oh, yeah, it's beautiful. Absolutely uh, beautiful. It is really beautiful. 17, it's 17, it's... Sorry, 17 years. I was way off. <laughs> 17 years. Still a long time, but 17 I years. I wouldn't say it's perfect by any stretch. I mean, there's certain shots where, especially on the boats, when you're looking at it and they're just standing still, there's no kind of rocking on the boats on the sea. It's just completely still. Thinking, that doesn't look right. It just kind of t- that slight disconnect. But generally, it looks amazing. You've got these panning shots. Yeah, that last In New Zealand. And again, with having a shot in New Zealand, it adds that certain level of verisimilitude to, you know, watching it where you feel like you, you're watching Middle Earth because that was where the Lord of the Rings films were shot themselves. Yeah. And it just really is beautiful to look at. Yeah, it it, it is a feast for the eyes. And I, I can see it only getting better like they spent a lot of money on it and stuff they can't and you know, there is a second series already sort of you know signed set, signed off and stuff so you know we've got more to come i think just people are getting somewhat you know they're just getting slightly irked by it simply because it's not the lord of the rings um and visually but then or... i wouldn't want it to be just lord of the rings because we've got lord of rings yeah. it's a you know a free film box set in my um well on amazon prime at the moment but but <laughs> also on um in a bureau we've already got it we don't need a lot of things we need um, a story that expands or a series that expands on lord of the rings and takes in directions where we've not been before because who wants to follow the same path yeah, yeah, that's true, and uh, yeah, I you know they've they've got certain things that sort of tie in with it, and I think I think it's just a slow burn, and people just need to give it a bit of time. I don't hate it. Um, I'm I'm enjoying it. Um, I think that only I think like like a fine wine, it will just get better 
as time goes on, you know, it will sort of, as, as the episodes continue and there's more depth and you realise, because there's a lot of people, they don't know who these people are, what's going yeah. on. And like, if you've not read some really, you don't, who's Numenor, what is Numenor? You don't know a lot of this stuff. So you're just sort of, um, you know, you're get, you're a bit lost, but as time goes on, you will sort of kind of get, you sort of kind of brought into it and, you know, it, it, it's one of those ones that you don't know about it. You probably go up and read. Like I, me, I I I know certain parts about it and stuff from what I remember from the Cimmerillion and stuff. But like, if there's something, I'm just like, I'm sure that's like this. And then you go and you read a wiki about it, or you read something about it. And go, oh right, okay, yeah. yeah. And I think well, that's the thing. When, when Ken and I've been watching it, we usually sit there and watch uh, with our phones and, think, and we'll pause it like every five minutes. Go, oh, hang on, just quickly, quickly, wiki that name. What's that mean? Yeah. <laughs> and that, but that is part of the fun experience of when you start digging down into kind of different avenues and start, oh, maybe it's that guy who's going to become this, and we're going to see X, Y, and Z. Yeah, there's a lot of you know because they're not sort of out and out telling you who certain people are because you know in some really and they they don't like you know it's you know there's lots of different names and things for people so they can get away with a lot and because it a lot you know the extended stories are first age first age stories so um like the Lithian and the children herein um and the the their stuff they expanded on in from the first age so they've got the second age is pretty much untouched so they can sort of add in quite a lot of their own sort of kind of spin on things because there's not a really any sort of elaboration on it. Yeah. So it, you know, because the Cimmerillion is effectively the Bible, the Bible for Middle Earth, effectively, or not Middle Earth. For, it starts with in the beginning. Yeah, basically. it does. It starts, you know, it basically, you know, Iluvatar, Area Iluvatar, the Inari are the gods and, uh, um, and then, so obviously, there's subsets and things like that. But it, you know, it, it basically goes from the creation of man, sorry, the creation of elves, then the creation of men. But before men awaken, dwarves are made, and then dwarves are put to sleep because they weren't meant to be made. So they get, you know, why did you create them? And he's just like, oh no. And then sort of men awake, then dwarves awake, and then sort of hobbits just appear out of nowhere and stuff, and um, you know. It is just like, and it's kind of you know, it's, it's. I think it's probably denser than the Bible, but it's um, it's got a lot of stuff in there, and I think they can do a lot with it. Um, and which they are, which they are doing absolutely, um, yeah. And I'm enjoying it. Yeah, I mean, are they telling, are they telling us everything immediately? No, do want them to? No, I'm enjoying the ride. Yeah. Yeah, I, I you know, and I, I think that's it. I think because people have these sort of preconceptions on what these people are, who they are. If they're not told straight away, then like, ah, oh, I don't want to watch this. I don't want this. Like, you know, it is. You, it's like you getting to know the story. You're gradually figuring. Out. Like in the book, they, you know, they they just sort of give you names. They don't tell you who these people are. Or they sort of you have characters that you have to sort of um, sort of build up. It's like the first Law series by Joe Abercrombie. When I first started reading that, I was just like, I am not enjoying this because I have no idea who this is. I have no idea who this is. They're talking about these people and I have no idea what they're doing. But as time went on, it, it, it fast became one of my my favorite sort of kind of um, epic fantasies and stuff. And it's the same with this. It's like, as time goes on, it will get better and you will understand more of it and things will start to click into each other and stuff. And then that's when you'll, you you will get certain things that will happen. Siren will, will, will appear and, you know, 
you know, the rings of power will, you know, so that's what Celebrimbor and stuff, they're creating, you know, they're going to create the rings and, um, you know, gift, gift them out to, they're going to gift them out to certain people. And then obviously Sauron's going to create the, the one ring to basically, um, to turn, um, to turn, um, these, the ring bearers. Uh, and so that's where it's going to end with the war, the, the war of the ring effectively. So yeah, it's just I think you just need people need to give it time, and uh, it's a beautiful thing. Just just watch it, enjoy it. Enjoy I mean, it. Don't, yeah, just enjoy the experience. So try to dig down. To, well, it's supposed to dig down as much as you want, but you know this show is going in its own direction, and that's all the better for it. Yeah, and I, uh, you know, I like Elrond to me. Like like some people said, he just it's, it's he's weird. He looks weird, and he, he talks weird, and things, and it's just like. You know, the one thing it really gets annoys me is the way they pronounce things with the Mordor and they they roll their R's and it's like Numenor and stuff like that. It's like, it's like this whole thing that they got from the, the TV series where they have to sort of kind of elongate these things and stuff. But yeah, it's different and um, I'm, in, I'm enjoying it. And I think just yeah. sort of, you know, if you just sort of take Lord of the Rings, it's a part of the same history. It's just not the same story. Same time of history. Yeah, so you can sort yeah. of, you can go with it and stuff and you'll enjoy it. Like, you know, beautiful thing. They spent a lot of money on it. It's only going to get better. I have no doubt you're going to get some seriously epic battles coming up and stuff. Um, you know. And even to be fair, the kind of battles we've had, like, um, have been pretty well done. I mean, yeah. just the elves fighting against the orcs that time was just brilliantly done. Yeah. It was only a little skirmish, but what I saw was, yeah, that was really kick-ass. Yeah. Yeah, and it's slightly darker in yeah. a way than Lord of the Rings and stuff. There's a lot, there's a darker edge to it, I think. Distinctly more brutal, I think. Yeah, yeah. And that, that should be, because the Cimmerillion is a darker book. Um, and it should be, it shouldn't be happy-clappy and sort of, like, funny. You know, it should be akin to sort of kind of Game of Thrones type stuff. You know, it is you know there's a lot of bad shit that happens and stuff you know it's basically the the falling apart of humanity and it being sort of kind of trying you know the elves trying to keep things together and you know Sauron trying to basically destroy everything and yeah it should be dark so yeah yeah right okay um so Rings of Power, definitely a big thumbs up for myself and from uh, from Pete. Absolutely. Definitely worth watching if you're not sort of, you know, just give it a bit longer. Give it a series. You know, it's, yeah. you know, it, if you've got Prime. It's you've eight got, episodes. It's, gonna, it's eight episodes. Yeah, just give it, yeah, give it the series and stuff. I, you know, series, you know, um, episode four, I'm loving it. it. You know, there's a lot of stuff's going to happen. Um, and yeah, just, just bear with it, I think. Just bear with it. Yeah. Um, okay, so... Next one, House of the Dragon. Yeah, you mentioned Game of Thrones, House of the Dragon. <sighs> not, not, I, not getting into it. Um, it's hard to say. Each individual episode works well. It works quite well. Unfortunately, you've got such time jumps between each episode that there's no consequences really explored for their actions afterwards. And on top of that, just um, even though time is passing, it's still the, using the same character, the actors to play the same characters and not really aging them, especially in terms of um, 
Is it Rhiannon? Rhiannon? Uh, not Rhiannon. It's um, Ray, no. Ray, Ray, Gar. Oh, God. Names, Matt. House of the Dragon. Um. Uh, oh, sorry, Rhaenyra. Rhaenyra. Rhaenyra, sorry. Rhaenyra, Rhaenyra, yeah. uh, Rhaenyra um, she goes from like being a child to being a teenager to, and she doesn't really change. And it took me several episodes to kind of, well, oh, there's actually time jumps, and they don't really kind of... It's not massive time jumps. Um, they are still quite young. Um, yeah, but still, like, I think of a couple of years at one point jump. There was a couple of years between one episode and another. Yeah, I haven't seen episode five yet, so I'm not sure. No. But she changed. She will change because there will be another. Um, she's played by Millie Alcock at the minute. Uh, she's going to be yeah. played by Emma. Uh, mm, my, my, I just remember oh, okay. her second. How do you remember her second name? Emma. I, I'm Emma Darcy. Sorry, I didn't see the D there. Yeah. Emma Darcy. And. I mean, Damon Targaryen is by far the most interesting character. Yeah, well, he was really? apparently he's uh, George R. R. Martin's favorite um, character and all because yeah. he's he's a he's very gray. He's not he's yeah. not a bad guy, but he's not a good guy. He's just sort of kind of in the middle. Yeah, and it's just not gripping me as much as Rings of Power. And again, I think it's because there's no there's a sense of disconnect between each episode, and there's like. Each episode works great, mm-hmm. but then we look at the overarching narrative. There's a disconnect because of that. Those time jumps, and this feels not as smooth. It's best way I can put it. It, it. it it's based on a history, so it's based on the Blood of the Dragon, uh, which is a book he he released in 2016. I want to say 2016, something like that, when he should be writing other books, but didn't. Um, Anyway, uh, so yeah, it, it and that is basically a history of the Targaryens, and so it basically has, you know, from Aegon's conquest all the way up to the sort of you know the mad the mad king, um, and uh, that this this civil war, this thing that's happening, uh, the dance of, the dance of dragons is it's called the dance of dragons. It's not don't, not to be mistaken. It's mistaken for the book called the dance for dragon dance dance of dragons. Sorry, dance of dragons. It's a civil war that's called that as well. So that's basically between uh, two rival factions. I'll not obviously. You, I think you could tell what's how it's going to how it's going to come about and stuff. But I'll not I'll not sort of kind of ruin it for you. But you've got a, basically a long period of time. So you basically got from when she's made heir apparent all the way up to when something happens and shit hits the fan um and that the the time in between that is quite long you know yeah historic historically in within the thing there's a big thing so obviously they're time jumping they kind of go this is where it starts and this is kind of where it gets to but i think when they get once they get to that sort of the civil war effectively um it's going to be like there, there is gonna because it's a long period of time within yeah. the Civil War, but it's gonna be like there will be characters. Um, what see, what you're gonna have is people who were see. I think this is how they might sort of tie it into like second series and stuff because you'll have all the way up to um, how many episodes are in the House of Dragon? How many episodes do we have um, per season? Do we know? I have no idea actually. I lost you. House of the Dragon, no. see, 
episode, uh, episodes, how many? So we're going to have, oh. Six episodes. Six. They, they said we'll run for 10, 10 episodes. Oh, 10 episodes. Uh, yeah, so there's going to be 10. So I, so we are in episode, we're on five. I yep. don't see, I think what will happen at the end of 10, well, well, I start at 10 will be the Civil War starting. Mm-hmm. I think yeah. this is basically the lead up to what happens. Um, 10 will be the sort of like shit starting to go down. And then it will be another series with, you know, a part of that Civil War. And yeah. there are, there will be time jumps between the series because certain people get older um certain people get killed off and so they will sort of kind of do that the only good thing about it is there is an ending to it it has been written there is a thing that happens and stuff so it's like you know it's not like they're going to over overreach like they did with the the game of thrones series it's all written down he's got the history and stuff so we know what happened we know at the start middle and end um they can just flesh it out uh in between and stuff so which makes me ask Given the time jump, and like is a television the right medium? I don't, I don't see why. It's not. I don't think it's, it's not a problem for me because it's yeah. the same characters and stuff, and it's just, it's just sort of, like you know, in films and you know, there's lots of stuff where they have time jumps, and it's not, it's not an issue for me. Like she's not the time jumps at the minute aren't massive time jumps. You know, it's a few years maybe. You know, she's been married. Um, or you know, it, so it's not a, it's not a massive thing, um, but it, but it is a massive child jump for what is a child. I mean, my daughter changes about every year. I know, but for the for the <laughs> sake of the story, I don't think it's uh, I don't think it's a massive but, issue. Uh, it just again, it just kind of like oh, it just really I didn't realize the first few episodes that the word time jump didn't realize how I started thinking about it. Hang on, there must have been, <sighs> yeah. Yeah, I, I, you know, I'm enjoying it. Um, I, I'm, going, I'm I, really I, glad you enjoying it. I'm, I'm, I'm not sort really, of. You are the Game of Thrones nerd. <laughs> to be fair, I mean, you know far more about it than probably the rest of Geek Pride combined. To be fair. Yeah. Um. Again, bam, bam with names. I'm just. I, I know all these things are in my head, and then it's just like trying to grasp names and things. Yeah. But um, I think I was I was dubious about it. Um when it first came out i I, i'll I'll admit i wasn't overly bothered about watching it um because of the way the original game of thrones ended and stuff and i was just like i just know i'm gonna be fucked with this but then when i realized what it was going to be about and then i started watching it i was like okay i kind of know about this and there isn't, you know, they can't go too far west with it, hopefully. Um, you know, so, you know, it it should, and hopefully they've learned from the last one, that, you know, they it should be uh, quite a good ride. It's just at the minute, it's 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 like the rings of power. It's, it, it's story building. It's like, it's basically yeah. getting you to, cer- it's getting you to a certain point. If you think about the first series of Game of Thrones, not a lot happens in it until the very end. You know, you have the odd bit where sort of Bran gets kicked out a window and, um, you know, Jamie and Cersei are, you know, found shagging the tar and stuff like that. But, you know, apart from that, you know, Ned being killed at the end and stuff is sort of like, you know, 
those are your big sort of kind of moments and stuff. So it's the same sort of thing. So it's basically going to be the build up to no doubt, you know. Yeah, but equally, you had like you know, some very big actions during the, I think, uh, third episode where um, Damon managed to single handedly deal with the. Um, Oh yeah, like the the, uh, the uh, stepping the stepstones, uh, stepstones, yeah, and the stepstones. And um, which I must admit, I I understand that the tactic he used, like be the distraction for like the, the for his army, he had to get everyone focused on him. But I could think of your tactic is to do a daylight charge towards the army of archers. Yeah, the thing is, you, you, you got to look, Game of Thrones, like that, the, the Battle of Winterfell was, it was a travesty of military history, oh, and yeah. mil, military ta- tactics. Equally, <laughs> equally, Game of Thrones was, for the first fair few series, fairly tactically sound. I mean, look at the Battle of, um, not Winterfell. Whispering Woods. Uh, the, of the King King's Landing. All right, yeah, the black, uh, the, uh, oh, what's it called? The black, black bay, black bay. Yeah, black bay. Yeah, where black bay? they, where they see the um, water with black water, uh, black water, black, black water. water. Yeah. Where the sea did like the Greek fire. Yep, dragon what's fire. That, it wasn't called Greek fire, but it was essentially Greek fire. But yeah, dragon fire, and then just light it and torches the enemy fleet, and yeah, that was it. Technically, this just felt simplistic to say but then again uh, again this speaks to something of uh, Damon's character he's I got the impression by watching the series so far that he's very brash he's very uh, not show off he he likes to be to lead from the front and brash so I could almost see yes he'd be sort of casual yeah i'll just do a you know daylight charge across the battlefield towards all the enemy archers and not get hit well he's well, done that because he he's obviously always been in the shadow of viseries or viseries the um the king yeah. and um you know he doesn't want to be saved by him because he obviously gets that note and that's why he, he beats up the herald you know with his helmet and stuff because it, his brothers basically turn around and going right fine we need the sir i'm gonna do it for this and he didn't want to be saved so he it basically forced him into that situation where okay. he had to do something reckless to try and save the day on his own before his brother's men turned up and stuff now strategically tactically uh, you know, Dumb. Uh, it's, you know, you'd never do that sort of thing ever. Like, unless, it, and to be fair, unless you're Draken. Yeah, and again, if you unless you had, you know, if you've got dragons and stuff, and you're that thing, I guess it works. But um, you know, uh, as you know, if I was the commander and some random guy came walking up with a with a white flag, I went, "I'm going to surrender," and then he started killing people. I'd be like, "All right, back to the caves, gents. This is obviously a trap. Not charge out and try and get him um, because." Right, a few more guys got. You walk out, go out, yeah. and it's just like on. you do know they've got dragons, right? It's like you do yeah. know they have dragons, right? You, you, you've been fighting these these guys with dragons, and you're now sending everybody out, like everybody out, to get this one guy, knowing that there's dragons in the sky, and it's just like, yeah, it's 
this is a bit silly. It's like sending it's like sending cavalry into the dark, not knowing what's going on. You never charge cavalry at unknowns and stuff. It's just it just you wouldn't do that ever. It's you know battle with. I'll, I'll put the siege engines outside your castle walls. Yeah, it's like you know. Oh, we've got to you know we'll just sort of stand out front and stuff. It's like what you've got to what it doesn't make any sense. Um, but yeah, so but they're not known for sort of you know military sort of kind of um what's the what's the word you Tactics. know yeah sort of you know strategic thinking and stuff like that they're just sort of kind of this is cool let's just do that's the rule of cool yeah. the rule of cool so that's fair yeah the rule of cool and it you know it was it was pretty cool give you a bit of action uh in the series um and you know i quite enjoyed it you know i think and uh i like you know it's the first episode was basically um it, it was sort of a tick box exercise to try and get as much, you know, this is Game of Thrones because look, there's there's the Starks and there's the Lannisters and these guys are doing this and oh look boobs and and things like this. So then you know this is definitely oh look and he's gone around and killed a load of people and stuff. So they've basically ticked up all the boxes. This is definitely this is definitely Game of Thrones. Um, so I, I think they're sort of kind of they're they're just getting this stuff out of the way and then it will sort of as time goes on it will get better because there's a lot of there's a lot of there's going to be a lot more people killed in this one than there probably will be in game of thrones and stuff there's going to be a lot more if if it sticks to what the book has there's going to you know, there's going to be a lot of dead people and a lot of dead dragons and there's going to be a lot of stuff going on so they have to sort of you know it, it's got to be interesting it's got to be good yeah. You know, they've got. There's like a lot of. There's a lot of material there they can use to really fuck with people's heads and stuff. You know, there's you know one death in particular which I'll not mention and stuff's going to be proper like oh my god sort of thing. So what, you mentioned dragons now in Game of Thrones series, you could identify each dragon. Yes, they each they each felt their own personality and look. The dragons in House of uh, House of Dragon seem more generic. Just seem the same and that. I don't know because um, I can't again. I don't remember the name of the dragons and stuff, but they've they've got like so. Uh, Damon's dragon is more uh, worm like, you know. It's longer and it's mm. sort of like they they do have different sort of. They look they look different, okay. and they all you know within the book they all have they all have names and they all have their own riders and they all have sort of different sort of kind of personalities and stuff like that, and um, you know. There's going to be big dragon battles, basically, uh, between different sort of opposing sort of sides fighting each other and stuff. So, you know, it, it should, in theory, over the next couple of series, sort of go quite well. So I have I've a feeling what they'll do is first series will be the lead up to the Civil War. Second series will be the sort of kind of the opening salvos. I'm not sure how many series they're going to do, but if it was me, it would like first one would be leading up to it. Second one will be the sort of kind of, uh, the main sort of kind of shit going down between, because there's a back, there's a bit of toing and froing between both sort of, both sort of sides and stuff like that. Um, then you're going to have third series, whereas you're going to have some, some of the sort of major deaths and stuff happen. Fourth season, maybe the sort of the, en- the end of it and stuff. And I'm not sure if they're going to carry on because it's the House of the Dragon. I'm not sure if they're going to carry on with, it all the way up to the Game of Thrones. So there's Hmm. another... So after what is the Dance for Dragons, or Dance of Dragons, sorry, um, 
there's another rebellion called the Blackfriar Rebellion, um, yes. which is apparently even more catastrophic than the, the current one and stuff. So it's um, it, it's another one they could tie into it and stuff, because it technically would tie into the books as well, because there's a guy called Little Griff in the books who, it, the way the books end, um, it's nothing like in the series, but in the books, um, basically Little Griff is who's meant to be a Targaryen um, has invaded Westeros with the help of this um, of um, what's his name uh, the 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 eunuch um, Viserys Vis- yeah Viserys yeah Viserys um, so with his help who he and he killed um, Kevin Lannister who is Tywin's father not father Tywin's brother. Um, and then obviously Little Griffin invades Target uh Westeros. Now he's not actually a Targaryen, though he might be. And that's it's like the whole it ties in with the Blackfriar things because the Blackfriars were technically Targaryens but weren't. And um so it might tie in with that. So it'll be interesting if they kinda go that far and stuff, or if they, they just leave it at the end of the Civil War. Um they may, they may do, but I yeah. don't say I, they. They could, they could probably get four or five seasons out of it, maybe more. There's a lot more. There's a lot going on. It's just, it's one of these ones you don't want to sort of overdo it because from the sort of the back and forth of the battles and stuff like that, and the, the sort of them trying to basically persuade other areas to take their side and other shit going down. Um. They've got a lot of content they could they could use, so they could sort of kind of drag it out for a bit. But we'll see. But uh, yeah. I think dragging it out would probably to, be to its detriment. To yeah, be fair. Well, it's like it's one of those ones though. It's because Game of Thrones failed at the end because it didn't yeah. ha- it needed to be longer it was so complicated so. it was very complicated there was a lot of there was a lot of loose threads that they tried to tie up too quickly and because of that you had this forced really fast sort of point you know stupid ending um that sort of basically didn't give any of the characters any sort of kind of proper ending so except i, I would Counter that by saying probably the, the character that had the best down, ending was the Hound. The Hound. Face of the Hound. Oh, the Hound. The, oh, the Hound. Uh, it, yeah, Clegenball. Clegenball. Yeah, Clegenball. That, I mean, that was probably the best character ending out of all of them, which says a lot when he was like became. Yeah, I just they they just pushed it too far. They had this thing. It's like the White Walkers are coming. The White Walkers are coming. Oh, they're gonna do horrible things. Oh, it's gonna be this big horrible thing. Oh, there's one big battle in the dark, and it's over. And it's just like, oh, okay, that's that's it. And uh, so, yeah, I I, part of me does. I I just want them to learn. Like, if they're gonna make, if they're going to with the time jumps, they I think they can get away with certain things so they don't have to bring as many characters in and stuff they don't have to sort of kind of um be as precious about the timeline so because they can jump through certain things so they could maybe do certain things faster but i don't want them to do it to the point where they have a lot of because especially within the, the civil war and stuff you're going to have your main characters and things but there's a lot of different houses you get involved um different sides that things happen and stuff lots of different dragon riders and stuff and it's like 
I don't want them to sort of kind of just kind of go, ah, they're dead, and uh, this happens, and then sort of kind of do yeah. this sort of super naff ending. But they at least have an ending that they know, you know, it's not going to be, they oh, know. and Bran's yeah. diplomat, and Bran is, you know, democratically voted as the king. Fuck off. <laughs> yeah, I mean, at least this week they'd have a... a end in sight they know the basic arc yeah but te- which to adhere yeah. to yeah well they did technically and like george r, r. martin did give them an, uh, allegedly did give them an ending for game of thrones but you know here he, you've literally got it all if you've effectively have a history book a timeline showing you all the different parts all for the civil war effectively that comes up so yeah, I, as long as they stick to it, you know, not rigidly. They, you know, because it, it it is just history. It's not it's not a story. It's just a history text, effectively uh, yeah. explaining what happens and stuff. So they they've got a lot of things they can do with it. But as long as sort of the main deaths happen, and you know, you get to that end, it should it should be okay. Um, but yeah, I'm enjoying it. I think you know, yeah. it's like it's it, again, it's an, another one that has taken a while to sort of kind of you know, me to get more interested in it and stuff. But episode yeah. four was that sort of like, like episode four in the um, Rings of Power. Again, it was that, it's that turning point for me. It's just like, I've gone from being indifferent to I'm into this now and stuff. So yeah, I find it very telling that you've got the Rings of Power and you've got the House of the Dragon out at the same time. Yeah. Which is just, you know, great for fans of epic fantasy. Yeah, well, is it though? That's the thing. Is it just loads of stuff, and it's just like because of that, you're you're comparing them, and I'm not sure if they should be compared think, or not. I don't think they should be compared. I mean, they're you know they're broadly in the same genre. I mean, I was I hesitate to call House of Dragon epic fantasy. It's more grounded than that. Yeah. Even though they've got dragons, whilst you know Things of Power is very much you know epic fantasy. Yeah, or yeah. at least the start of it. Yeah. However, having said that. You know, for fans of fantasy and genre, you know, it's prime, it's great. Yeah, yeah. And also, it kind of sets the bar for what readers, you know, and people that, you know, are into fantasy should expect. I mean, rather than some of the crap that's been out there recently. <laughs> yeah, well, we'll see. But, um, yeah, fingers crossed. I Both of them, I... I mean, I, I'm getting it. I just hope they don't let us down. Um, you know, so both of them I, I'm enjoying and I hope both of them do well. Uh, so we'll see. Uh, I've not seen episode five yet. So um, Josh he was going to sort that out for me and stuff. But uh, hopefully soon. And um, yeah. Right. Um, <laughs> we're going to talk about other things, but it's now an hour and an hour and ten minutes, and um, yeah, obviously talking about Lord of the Rings and Game of Thrones and stuff is uh, that's important. I mean, you've got to give them time to taking up our time. So what we'll do is we'll do our our ending pop quiz. I think we're going to have to have two each here, um, Pete, oh, to sort of. Like. Uh, to sort of uh, give us some, I, I haven't put any on TikTok recently but hopefully I'll stick, start sticking them on sh- shortly but um, yeah so we need uh, our our. okay I've got one I've got one okay already right birth moment let me uh, let me get my time right um, oh in fact let me just 
I'll do it here. Stop. Okay. Right. So, uh, what is it? It is a Marvel character. So, Marvel. Okay. Yeah. So, Marvel. Uh, 60 seconds. Go. Um, okay. So, uh, in the films? No. Not in the films. In the comics? No. Yes. Um, um, superpowers? Yes. Um, so not, not like rich, has actual powers. Has actual powers. Uh, are they a good guy or a bad guy? They're a good guy. Um, male or female? Male. Male. Male, superpowers. Okay. Um, are they, um, (laughs) It's not Captain Britain, is it? No. <laughs> okay. Um, have they been in any of the TV series? No. So they're not in the TV series. They're not in the films. Nope. Oh God, my comic book knowledge is grim. Okay. Um, all right. Uh, uh, oh, that's 60 seconds. Right. Okay. Give me one minute. So, okay. superpowers. Are they... And my last question. Are they a mutant? No. Okay. No idea. Okay, Dark Hawk. I've recently read Dark Hawk Airborne, uh, the, which was released last year, and it's basically a 90s com- uh, character that was created in the style of Spider-Man. Dark, and Dark Hawk? Dark Hawk. Oh, okay. Never heard it's of him. Really, <laughs> Never uh, heard of him. It was very much a kind of a C-lister, but it was the first kind of comic series I ever kind of really followed and I was delighted to find out the sort of reboot of the character while still whilst remaining consistent with the character's continuity with a new graphic novel uh, last year so anyway yeah I'm going to get this okay uh, okay right I'm going to 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 repost I'm going to repost with a comic one of my own Um, Okay. okay so this is Star Wars. Okay. Star Wars comic. Uh, this is a Star Wars comic, yes. Okay. Dark Empire. <laughs> wait, 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 Okay, is it, um, oh, uh, there's been dozens of Star Wars comics. Okay, uh, is it set during the Empire? Uh, no, not the, it is a, a part of the Empire, but, um, it's not the Empire. Okay, is, but is it set during the time of the Empire? Uh, it's not the, the Empire of the, um, the Old Republic times but is it the empire of the current time as in like during the original trilogy no okay is it after during the um, sequel trilogy uh it's not within the the one we it's basically pre it was created by it's created by dark horse comics yeah okay uh and it's obviously um oh is it because there's there also there's several comics that were created in after Return of the Jedi, but before the, yeah, is it? 
Right. Okay. Is it Empress Han trilogy? It's the crim. It's the it's the Crimson Empire. I'll give you the oh, crim- Crimson. I em- don't crim- know that one. Crim- Crimson <laughs> Empire. Okay. And are the Force powered? Um. Well, your your time is up now. Okay. Um. So, I'll give you one more. Okay. So, are they Force powered? Um. I think so. Actually, yes. I think he he might be. Are they a pilot? Are they a pilot? Oh, God. Yes. Is it Bo-Katan? No, it isn't. It isn't. Oh. It isn't. Um, I'll I I moved this because basically, right? So I got. Like I have very few comics. I'm not a, I'm not a comic book guy sort of guy. But the only comic books I own were Crimson Empire, uh, the original trilogy, and the not trilogy, the original series, series. and the second series, Crimson Empire two. Um, and I finally got the la- uh, one. Um, uh, um, Oh, fucking what's it called the, the first comic book issue issue one yeah i finally got issue one off ebay for like for like nothing and uh, somebody was just selling it because obviously and i've been looking for that since i was like since the 90s and stuff like I, I out of all the comic books i was like i'm gonna try this comic book lark and uh i i tried and like the first issue was gone before i even got it. i was like oh so i got like two three four five six and i was like oh, i haven't got one and i couldn't find it for ages and then the other day i was just having a bit of a moosh uh moosey down uh, ebay and, and saw it for like you know like a tenner and i was just like yep i'll have that um a guy's called carnor jacks oh so do you remember i i cosplayed yes I did, yes, you, at the UK Games Expo. Yeah, so that was kind of, it wasn't, it was loosely based on, yeah. loosely based on, yeah, cool, cool costume though. Yeah, loosely based on him. Um, okay, uh, that wasn't a very good one because my, my comic book knowledge is pretty grim, so I, I, I've no uh, doubt there's lots of people shouting at me and going, uh, oh my god, he is this, and he is that, and stuff, uh, but yeah. Okay, well, I'll give you an, an easy one, Matt, for next then. Okay. It's going to be um, Lord of the Rings. Oh, okay. Go on, then. Uh, Remember the moment. Um, uh, Lord of the Rings, 60 seconds. Go. Okay. uh, Part of the original trilogy? No. Mm, Part of the Hobbit trilogy? Yes. Well, the the Hobbit, the book? Hobbit, is it it, it in the book? Okay. Is it Tom Bombadil? (laughs) <laughs> yes, it is. <laughs> oh, oh 20 funny. seconds. Boom. There you go. 20 seconds. Tom Bombadil. Yeah. It'd be interesting if they sort of have him in the... Um... He could very well be in, because I mean, the character is essentially ageless. Yeah. Could could be. Could be. Um... And if he doesn't have the hat, I'll be disappointed. <laughs> the thing is, he's like, he's a silly chap, so it's, yeah, it'd be interesting. I wonder if they'll have Bjorn, actually. I wonder if because he's... Um... Yeah, we'll see. Okay, uh, another one for me, then. Okay. Um... I am going to go for Lord of the Rings as well. Oh, I, I'm going to okay. repost you again, and I will go for Lord of the Rings, and I'm going to go for 
Let me just have a quick think here. I'm going to go for a relatively easy one for you. Okay. Oh, thank uh, goodness. Okay, so uh, Lord of the Rings, 60 seconds, go. Okay, are the Lord of the Rings trilogy films? They are, yes. Okay. Were the creators, characters created specifically for the films? No. Okay, so they're in the books as well. Yes. Uh, were they in all three films? No. Were they, uh, were they in um, Fellowship of the Ring? No. Oh, okay. Were they in um, The Two Towers? Yes. And were they in Return of the King? Yes. Okay. Were they in Battle of Gondor? Yes. Pa- Pelinor, mm. F- Pelinor Fields? Yes. Battle of Gondor. That's what I know it says. Okay. Were they one of the Gondorians? They are Gondorian, yes. Okay, uh, were they a soldier or were they royalty? Um, oh, was, was it? Okay. They are a soldier. They are technically not royalty. Okay, is it uh, male? Um, they, okay, I'll give you this one and you can have one more question after this. It is male, yes. Is it the brother of uh, Barmia? It is the brother of Bormir. What's is his it name? Barmy? Yes, very good. Yes, yes, because they're they're not they're not. I'm not sure if they're royalty because they're stewards. So, um, yeah. so I'm not sure. But, yeah, they're... that's that's a good point. Actually, he's, yeah. a, he's a steward. He's not he's not a part of the line of the kings and stuff. So, yeah. Uh, yeah. Right, cool, cool, cool. Nice one. All right, good catch up, Pete. Absolutely. Um, good to talk about just random stuff. Um, thanks for uh, people for watching. Much appreciated. Uh, if you've been listening to this, hopefully we haven't spoilt too much for you uh, from the. I don't think we went and. Yeah, maybe. A, yeah. We'd, we'd spoiled one or two things and we did a lot of speculating. Yeah. Well, and if, and if we're going to get any speculations correct, well. Yeah. Sorry. Well, <laughs> like I say, Halbrand is the either a Nazgul or the King of the Dead, I think, are pretty good shouts. Which, to be fair, is a very broad shot. Well, I don't know. Being the King of the Dead is not a broad shot. That's a literally, that's that's a cold, yeah. that's a cold shot right true. there. That's, that's, that's him. True. And the, yeah. basically being the uh, the King of the, the one of the, the main Nazgul, again, is pretty much a cold shot. So it's like, yeah. it's basically two characters that are I'm 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 verging towards the uh the King of the Dead. I think that sort of kind of makes more sense, but he could be an Asgul. He could turn into yeah. be a be a ring wraith. Um so we'll see. We'll see. I think the King of the Dead makes a bit more sense because he can do honorable nice he can do honorable things and then at the end just kinda of go nah. And that'll be like, oh my god, whereas if he's he's just corrupted by the ring, it's a bit lame. So True. we'll see we'll see okay so uh thanks everybody much appreciated um i will hopefully have this out um sometime actually on time this this week because last uh, week i had no internet um but for me i've been matt geary and with me has been my co-host peter Allison. good night everyone night, night. night.